In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On this fourth Sunday of Lent, as we, the sons and daughters of the Church, hold more firmly to our various Lenten resolutions, past the halfway mark, setting our face firmly towards Jerusalem, more firm to unite ourselves close to Christ in prayer and fasting and almsgiving, to celebrate his victory with joy in our hearts. And we come on this Sunday asking you to be mindful, if you still can, if you remember way back to the start of Lent, we had those three watchwords, remind, remain, renew. Let's hold firm in the remind part. Be reminded how much God loves you. How? Did you notice in the first reading it was the last time they ate the manna from heaven? They had 40 years, the 40th Passover, they celebrated. It was the last day of manna from heaven, the bread from God, until the coming of the Christ. In all the hard labor and the sufferings and the prophets and the exiles and so forth are now filled up in the Christ because God so loved the world, he sent his only Son, that whoever believes in him may have life. And we are reminded that this is the Father who runs out. We can stand in confidence, not because we have loved God, but because God has loved us and sent his Son to die for us and rise for us, that we live and we come and eat his flesh and have life. In this we stand. The world turns with all sorts of troubles. Do not get me wrong. All kinds of things to worry about. All kinds of things to be concerned about. No doubt. Things personal and things worldwide. All that is true. But above all, to ground ourselves that know how beautiful it is to be like the prodigal son, how powerful when we know our sin, even no matter how radical it may be. I mean, be mindful of what the first son is doing. I want your inheritance, right? I want what would come to me when you're dead. I don't want anything in this house. I don't want to live with you anymore. I don't want to live with my brother anymore. I don't want to do work anymore. I want you dead and your money. And that is the nature of his act. It is one of the most despicable things that could be done. And then he doubles down on it with the life of dissipation. To, to understand that no matter what we have done, when we have that moment, now it says, coming to his senses, he says, Father, I sinned against heaven against you. And he doesn't try to explain why it happened. He doesn't try to rationalize, well, if it wasn't for this famine, I'd be fine. Or that one, you know, person in the tavern took advantage of me or whatever. No justification. Father, you did this to me and I didn't like my childhood and all that. Right? But had that coming to his sense, I don't deserve. And in that moment we realize we don't deserve that God is not ours to command to make my life happy. I don't deserve it. It's in the moment of the non-deserving 
that deep awareness that the Father, what? Sees from a distance, runs out. God so loved the world, he sent his Son. And this is love, not that you've loved God, but that God loved you, me, all the you's, all the me's. And he sent his Son so that his death will pay for our death and we can eat and have life. And then even if you can imagine this, we can be the face of that Father, that Father who runs out, whether it's running out to the Son who has sinned greatly or it's running out to the One who remained, right? Those of us who strive to live a godly life and get a little bitter about it, what? All these people get to do all this? And I have to work this hard and sacrifice these things? Yes. Because everything God has is yours. Ponder that. Everything God has is yours. And when that bitterness might creep in, that judgmental nature might creep in, that desire to quit, might creep in. See, the Father also goes out. And you come to the rail and eat and have life. But before that, you kneel down and adore. Father, I don't deserve to be called your son. I don't deserve to be called your daughter. But this is love, not that I've loved you, God, but that you loved me and sent your Son to die for me and live for me. And so I will adore. And I will worship the new bread come down from heaven. And I will eat and have life, because this is life, to know the one true God and Jesus the Christ whom he has sent. And then go out and be the face of the merciful Father, to run out to whoever it is we know that might be far from God and tell them, and this is love. Not that you love God, but that God loves you and sent his son to die for you that you may have life. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.